With an estimated 1.4 billion cars in the world, it's hard not to contemplate the irrevocable damage being done to our environment on a daily basis. While most people instinctively think of exhaust emissions as the major threat posed by vehicles, a largely unknown yet equally destructive byproduct has been quietly infecting our streets, waterways, and food sources. Tire microplastics. But what if there was a way to stop the majority of these particles from ever reaching our roads? Welcome to Racing Green, the podcast that explores the ideas, innovations, and influences making waves in the journey towards a sustainable future for our planet. In each episode, we'll investigate the new challenges, ingenious solutions, and the undiscovered opportunities that lie at the heart of our rapidly changing world. We aim to accelerate a new era founded on optimism and impactful collective responsibility. In today's episode, we sit down with Hanson Cheng and Siobhan Anderson, co-creators of an award-winning project turned startup, The Tire Collective, who have created a simple device that could work wonders for our ecosystem. So a big welcome to Hanson and Siobhan. Hi, thank you for having us. Hi, thank you for having us. Well, a big welcome. And to start off, we'd love to hear more about your project, the big idea behind it, how it began, and where you're heading. Yeah, so we are the Tire Collective, and uh, our first product that we're making is a device that collects tire wear, which is actually the second largest microplastic pollutant in the ocean, as well as a large source of PM pollution, which is particles that are small enough to be airborne and inhaled from inner cities. And we're looking at trying to capture these right at the wheel, right at the source, before they have a chance to even get out into our air and into our water. Wow. So where did that idea come from? So we started this project as part of our group project um, at the Royal College of Art and Imperial College while studying uh, innovation design engineering. And we really were looking at kind of microplastics at large and was quite shocked when we found that tire wear was the second largest microplastic pollutant. And it really, I think, challenged our perception of what vehicle pollution is, which is commonly associated with the exhaust. And there's kind of, you know, brake wear and tire wear are these kind of unconsidered uh, forms of pollution um, that are just kind of beginning to, to be known. Wow. Was this a, a group project that you know, began into something real, or was this sort of a, a group of you know, students that kind of, you know, you're kind of used to meet and talk about things? Or you know, I'd love to hear the kind of the actual mechanics of how this uh, team of four started out. You know, yeah. Was it a group project? Or was it something actually more sort of informal that began with people around the conversations, you know, between classes? Yeah, so it, it was it was a, a group project. The, the brief was very broad, was to define a problem and uh, build a solution for it. So it was a very broad um, project. So there's me, Siobhan, Deepak, and Hugo, and we all come from different um, disciplines. So my background is actually in architecture. Siobhan's is in biomechanics, Hugo's is in mechanical engineering, and Deepak is an interaction designer. So we wanted to kind of leverage each other's skill to really 
find solutions towards some of the most complex problems um, and environmental problems, because that's uh, something that we're, we're all passionate about. And that's why we formed our group through kind of this consciousness about environment, designing for the environment, and being passionate about uh, climate change and pollution. Now, Siobhan, you mentioned that, you know, tire waste is a huge, huge problem with air uh, particulates, PM, as you, as you call it, um, you know, globally. You know, could you tell us a little bit about the scale of, of the problem? Yeah, so tire wear is actually a very complex problem because it's a unique pollution source in the fact that it contributes to both ocean microplastics and this air PM pollution. To put that in context about how large of an issue it is, every year about half a million tons of tower is produced uh, annually in Europe alone. If you breathe these particles in, there's been shown to be links directly to lung diseases and heart diseases. Fascinating, actually. The fact that I didn't realize that, you know, I can understand tires really have a big impact on kind of in cities and you can see in, in residences around big main roads there black kind of curtains and all that kind of stuff. I didn't realize it went all the way to the oceans. It's something that in general is really coming into public awareness just now. We've been aware and looking at different sources of pollution, but this is one that has been relatively unseen. So it's really fascinating to track how it's progressing through our oceans, getting back in our food to us as well, and then in the air directly. So what was it that made you focus on microplastics? We all started off and really joined our team with this founding ethos that we wanted to make a positive impact focused on climate change and improving the world. And we were first drawn into tireware by the fact that it was a microplastic. But the more we researched about it and realized how large of a scale it was having on our air in cities, we were immediately drawn to trying to figure out what we could do to make a difference here. Me personally, I am also really curious about how we can help solve this because of my background in biology and seeing the effects that it's having on us. Wow. I hadn't also appreciated the fact, you know, before our conversation and the background research that tire wear was actually a microplastic. You know, I should know that, but you just kind of think, of, oh, it's rubber. Yeah. I mean, we were shocked as well. It was definitely not something that we had thought of initially, but yeah, after the research, we're like, wow, this is crazy. Where is the project now? A startup, a, a business, a, a project? Yeah, so I, I would consider ourselves a startup at the moment. Um, we, we formed a business last August um, to really keep developing this device further. And um, our next step now is to hopefully create. So right now we have a proof of concept on our in our lab, and we are trying to move out of the lab now and, and do larger scale testing and hopefully have a device on a car by next June. Uh, so that's uh, that's the the next milestone we're working towards. When you say next June, does that mean June twenty one or June twenty two? June twenty twenty one. Is that device likely to be on an electric vehicle or a standard vehicle, or is that um, does that matter at all? We are hoping to design it to be retrofitable for all vehicles. Uh, we do definitely have electric vehicles in mind as part of our uh, continued development, just because uh, we are entering the electric age and is going to be the future of mobility. Um, and in addition, with the tailpipe emissions being addressed by electric vehicles, the next uh, really major source of pollution from mobility is going to be looking at tire wear and brake wear. These source of PM particles have largely not been addressed yet. We've been focused purely on the tailpipe emissions. So we need to address both sources in order to make sure that we have a truly zero emission vehicle. 
there must be some fascinating interest. I'm wondering where that interest could be coming from. Are you in discussions with any of the vehicle manufacturers or technology companies or perhaps even tire companies, which could be taking a, a keen interest in what you're doing? Yes, we're talking to both uh, vehicle manufacturers and tire manufacturers, as this is something that they are looking into as well. Um, so we recently got selected to be a part of uh, Mobility X Lab, which is an accelerator with partners such as uh, Volvo, Volvo Group, and Ceft. And we hope to work with them to develop this device uh, further down the line and test the device as well. We'd love you to paint a picture of your invention. Uh, could you explain the mechanics of your product and how it actually works? So we discovered in our research that this tire wear, these tiny particles that are shed off of your tire every time you accelerate, brake, or corner, are actually charged due to friction with the road. And what this means is it allows us to deflect and attract them using electrostatics and airflow while they're in the air behind the spinning wheel. So our device, its final form is still in a design phase, but it'll be like a black box that sits behind the wheel, either attached to the underbody of the car or within the wheel arch. It could also take the form of a mud flap. And it would collect these particles in that box and have a removable storage unit where we can take them and then recycle them back into new rubber products or even new tires. So the wheels turn, creates an electrical charge, uh, which in turn captures the particles from the tires. It's collected into a little box, you know, just behind the wheels, um, which you can use to recycle. Is that is that how it works? Yeah, that, that's the general gist of it. I, I guess another way it is almost like a magnet for tire wear almost uh, in many ways. You know, has this been tried before? Um, so so one of the, the reasons why we decided to pursue this project was actually the lack of work around it, uh, even though it's just it's, it's such a big problem. Up to now, we haven't seen any kind of tire wear capturing devices um, other than what we're currently developing. Um, although there are kind of improvements in tires uh, in, in future developments in kind of future sustainable tires as well. Uh, so that's something kind of in parallel that other people are doing or other manufacturers are doing. And just to add to that as well, electrostatics is something that we've been using for a very long time to collect particles and pollution, but it's never been applied in the concept of tires and collecting it from uh, vehicles. Yeah. I mean, it seems like genius, to be honest. You know, well done <laughs> to you guys for coming up with that idea. Oh, thank you so much. Um, is there any kind of timeline you, you, you feel that realistically for actually having this on a car and a, a, as an option or maybe as a sort of an essential? So we, we hope to have a full product launch in 2023. It is in the automotive industry at that timeline. I think it is very ambitious, but we're trying to work. We're working very hard uh, to reach that timeline. And, and one of the next goals would be this MVP that we're currently developing. And another thing that really pushed us to look into this project is in July 2019, the UK government also issued the first call for action on tire wear. They, they sponsored a, a large body of research around tire wear, and that's also when we really kind of learned more about this problem. We definitely have seen a large uh, change of mindset within the industry to wanting to stay ahead of these green issues and seeing how they can adapt to that. So that is another positive for looking at this being taken up by multiple uh, OEMs and large companies. So Siobhan, I wonder if you could give us a little bit more detail about the capture system. I mean, it's one thing to clean the air, 
but it's another whole thing to make use of those particles that you've captured. Yeah, so anything that uses rubber, tires or the soles of shoes to even inks and dyes that use different colorants from the material. What is interesting about the material that we are collecting is that it could potentially be higher quality than the current output from tire recycling. Currently, tires are recycled by cryogenically freezing and grinding the rubber, and we tend to see that the chemical bonds and integrity of the material is not the same quality as before. The material we are collecting is not exposed to these extremes and is naturally ground, so it has the potential to retain more of its original properties. We are currently investigating further into this with some of our recycling partners. So really, the sky is the limit as far as reuse goes. What are the challenges that you're, you feel as a group of individuals that are uh, stopping you from getting this product out there to the, you know, the, the wider world and where it needs to be on cars? Yeah, so, so one of the challenges we identified early on was around legislation. And the reduction in exhaust emissions really was spawned kind of through a series of legislation. Um, that legislation further on down the line would be required for tire wear. So a lot of what we're focused on now in, in parallel to developing the device is use our device as almost like a scientific tool to further research on tire wear and, and hopefully to better inform legislation down the line uh, on kind of, you know, quantities of PM pollution, uh, quantities of microplastic pollution, and to really kind of showcase what our device can do to reduce this. That seems a, you know, a bit of a shame. The case seems clear cut and obvious, really. The fact that you, you feel that you might need to have to wait for legislation to really make this real in a sense. Mm -hmm. uh, it'd be wonderful if we could all see that there was amazing carrot out there and that's clean air. But, um, what you seem to be saying there is, uh, you know, the legislation is going to need to come through to actually make a difference. Is that right? Um, I, I would say that would definitely help uh, in terms of the long term. Uh, although we have seen a lot of companies who have reached out to us and despite legislation, they are interested in having this product on their fleet vehicles because they all have these zero emission goals. And as Siobhan said earlier, a lot of these companies are now more proactive uh, in the way that they try to reduce as much as possible and extend their mission beyond just exhaust, but to uh, brake wear and to tire wear. So despite legislation at the moment, we st have still seen a large kind of uptake within commercial fleet vehicles. There is this interest to do so. If you can wave a magic wand, um, make something happen, what's the key point that's going to help you guys? Legislation on PM emissions would definitely be really helpful as far as pushing it forward. Uh, a bit on the R&D side, following up on what we were talking about earlier, electrostatics is not necessarily a new technology, but the application we are using it in is very unique and new. There are a lot of challenges that we're looking to address, and being able to have consistent access to our labs and the support to continue working would be huge. We are working really hard to make this a reality, but we are a small startup, and we are seeking financial support to make this possible. But we also really need the support of the public to continue to insist that this pollution from tire wear is something that we want to see change and that we want it out of our cities and our oceans. The, the, the dream, I think, is to, is to really see our device on, on a fleet, of, on a large fleet of vehicles and really trying to see that impact on reducing these harmful particles in our environment. And to really set up the whole, the whole process about reuse and really developing kind of a circular vision around tire wear as well. Yeah, we, we hope to grow as a company. We're trying to kind of raise our first round of investment in February uh, slash March. So mid-February mid to March. And how, how is that going? What are, you, what are you looking for? What's the, what's the number and how are you approaching getting that investment? 
So we've been approaching with various investors through our network at the moment, but we are always welcome to new kind of impact funds. And we're also applying to a series of Innovate UK grants to reach this goal. I, I guess the, in terms of the, the vision moving forward is currently we're developing and hope to mature our technology through this retrofitable device. But the long-term vision is, is really about integrating our device into new electric vehicles. So this is something that we're ho- hopefully to start this conversation later on with vehicle manufacturers and how we can kind of more seamlessly integrate this device into new electric vehicles and onto personal passenger vehicles as well. Currently, we're focused on commercial vehicles with this retrofitable device, but in the long term, it would be passenger vehicles, kind of day-to-day people to have this device on and they don't really have to worry about it too much. Uh, just when they go to their MOT service, they can have the engineer empty the, the tank for them um, and to really make this device as user-friendly as possible. Almost finished here with the questions, but winning a couple of uh, very high-profile awards and the, the, the Dyson Award was, I think, flagged you to us. How did that feel and what does it mean to you? Yeah, so I think it was last September when we won, um, in, in the month of September, but then two weeks won the, the Mayor of London's uh, Entrepreneur Environment Award, as well as the UK National James Dyson Award. And following up with that, we also won the Runner-Up International Award. And I think as a team, you know, we just graduated. It, it really helped us validate this mission and what we're doing developing this device and, and kind of investing time into this. But I think winning these two kind of high-profile awards really help us validate this mission and know that this is actually something that people care about. So those awards were definitely a turning point for us. After that is when we started to see people and organizations reaching out to us to want to help or to form partnerships. And also just the awareness of this issue grow from it. And then also receiving the validation that this was a problem and solution that people cared about was really incredible to be a part of. Yes, and knowing people care. Um, that's, that's, yeah, it's a big part of um, your journey, of, you know, moving from students, scientists to entrepreneurs. And um, yeah, that sort of validation that your product has a useful place out there in the world. Wonderful. That's been absolutely fantastic to spend this time with the co-founders of the Tire Collective, Hanson Cheng and Siobhan Anderson. Thanks so much for taking the time. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. That's all for this episode of Racing Green. Thanks for joining us. Racing Green is produced by myself, Jeffrey Young, Chris Bristow, Georgina McGiven, in collaboration with the Camden Clean Air Initiative. It was recorded at Serendipity Studios, Camden, North London, with music and sound design by Chris Bristow.